So I was not, in fact, tripping balls. I was tripping balls on nature. I was tripping balls on nature. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The BUD podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast. It's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 buttercups, buttercast, buttercast, buttly, buttly. The BUD podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. A BUD podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast this week. It is me, your host, the one and only, the girl who's here all the time. No coffee today. That's not true. I had two cups already. Early riser this morning. Let's get crazy. Uh, I woke up at like 6.30, thought I woke up on my own, thought it was two in the morning. Then I look out my little basement windows. I'm like, oh, it's fucking light out. So... Here we are. Got to get the timer going. Got to get all the shit around. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Are we doing good? Um, I'm feeling good. Had a weird couple days. Have been in a bit of a mood, but we'll get right into that in a little bit. Um, thought I'd start off with some big news as far as what uh, what's coming up for this gal. Uh, if you are in Michigan and want to catch a show, um, you're going to definitely want to do that. Uh, within the next couple weeks because your girl's moving to Seattle. Ah, the crowd goes wild. Uh, or the crowd is sad. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me how you're feeling. Sorry, I got I got people upstairs. So, I, you know, I just hear rumbling and jumbling. Um, yes. So I the, the thing is, though, I'm only going to Seattle um, for the summer. So it's not a permanent thing. Um, I'm actually going to be all right, let's just, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, my trip in Seattle because I didn't really cover everything. Uh, I saw my old manager there um, and she and her wife had offered me to live in their brand new Airstream for the summer. What? Insane. Um, Because Seattle rent is super expensive. So I was kind of trying to, okay, I guess I hadn't, I have to fill you all in on everything that's been going on. Um, I had received a call. back in March from my manager offering my job back in Seattle um, at the Bar Kangaroo in Kiwi. Uh, So I was trying to decide if I wanted to do it or not, Um, trying to weigh out my options. Do I pick up all my stuff and move back to Seattle? Like that seems like a lot and a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. So I was like, okay, um, what if I just go for the summer? So I'm looking at you know, places to rent just for the summer or month to month or long stay Airbnbs and they're expensive. Like, yeah, I'd be making money, but I'm like, is it, am I going to make enough to just sustain myself there and not really save anything or what's the deal? So going back and forth, um, the whole reason that I went out to Seattle in the first place, yes, it was for shows, but it was also to work, uh, at the bar to see if it's something that I wanted to, um, do again, basically. So I go there, they offer me to live in their Airstream, which is insane. Again, um, it's like exactly something that I've always wanted to do is like live out of, yeah, a bus or an RV. Do I think I can do it? That's a good question. Cause your girl loves her things and your girl has a lot of them. Um, put it this way. I drove, what was it? A 12 by 16 foot trailer U-Haul and it was full to the brim. 
and then all my plans for my car. Like it was full, full, not really any room for anything, um, or any, any one back there. Me and my friend Daisha were like in the front, like fucking getting hit by plant leaves the whole time. Leaves, individual leaves, but I guess together they would be collectively leaves. So I'm going to be just driving my car. Oh, another good news. Other good news. The same day that I talked to my manager about living in her Airstream, I got a phone call um, that my car wasn't totaled, that it was going to be able to be fixed. One thing, though, my fucked up insurance agency, I'm not going to call them out because I'm not that type of person. They didn't even start like they didn't get the call about like if my car was fixed for like three weeks or could be fixable for like three weeks, maybe even a month now. I mean, it's been over a month now, but like that's how long it took for them to even get it just sat there. It just sat there looking sad and everyone's driving by being like Seattle plate. We know who that is. Me. I got phone calls being like, what happened to your car? Like I saw it in the, in the parking lot at the auto body shop. And I'm like, yeah, can you at least move it to the back? Can you at least get it out of the front? We, nobody needs to see that, you know? It's embarrassing. Just like when I had COVID, it's just embar- it was an embarrassing month. April was a very, April? Was it May? April. April was a very embarrassing hard month for me, okay? But we made it through, just like we always do. So... I get the call saying that my car isn't totaled, which was dope. And then I get here um, and then I find out that it probably is going to be totaled because they found a bunch of other stuff that needed to be fixed on it. That they didn't realize. And I got another phone call saying that my car was actually worth a lot more than we thought. So it's not totaled again. So you can see my anxiety levels through all of this. They're like, are we going to fix it? Oh, it's not going to be okay. No, 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 no. Um, and my dumbass didn't know how car insurance works. So when the accident actually happened, um, also, I guess I should mention I got in a car accident. I know we talked about it in a previous episode with my dad, but if this is your first time listening, I got in a car accident and I got COVID in the same month, five days fresh out of quarantine and I crashed my fucking car. So that's where I was at. Um, but what was I saying? I'm sober. Can't remember what I was saying. What's going on with me? I did start smoking weed kind of regularly again, which is exciting. And I've actually been doing it like right before I do comedy and it's been working out very well. I just seem so much more relaxed on stage. It's not like, it's not like enough to where you're like, oh, she's fucking stoned. It's like enough to where I can be like, hey, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so I guess we'll just go back to the car thing. I was trying to decide, like, am I going to fly out, which is kind of impossible with the things that I need to bring, um, just like all my camera equipment, lights and computer and all the stuff I need to bring you guys the podcast every week. Um, I can't bring the beautiful podcast desk, unfortunately, um, but I'll have a new studio filming from the Airstream. So that'll still be cool. You know, that'll still be cool. So I'll be driving my car um, across the country once again. I'm going to knock on wood. I say that because my car's going to make it, okay? It's going to make it. Um, I just got the word this week that my bud, Budley, Butterfer, Budadaya, Budaduchi, my old roommate Bud, who's in the first couple episodes of the Budcast, um, she's going to be flying to Michigan at the end of June and making the trip with me, and I'm so excited. This is very, very awesome. Um, 
yeah, I can't even explain like how overjoyed I am that we're going to get to do this trip together because I felt like I just didn't get enough time with her in Seattle, you know, because there's a lot of stuff I was doing and I was working and late nights and just drinking a lot, like I'd said, like one in Rome. And so, yeah, so I'm really excited to just have this time um, with her to drive across the country and dance and laugh and cry. Maybe, probably not. I don't know, you know, who's to say? Uh, so that's going to be awesome. The last time that Bud and I took a road trip together, uh, we decided to take a trip to go to uh, the Redwood Forest from Seattle, Washington. And so it was like a 12 or 14 hour drive. I don't remember. And here's why. I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, she got fucked up. No, that's not what happened. I was at a point in my life where I was managing this new restaurant, like managing a bar at this new restaurant. No experience doing that. None at all. I just can talk to people really well. I got thrown into this new bar, which was dope. It had a pink Himalayan salt wall behind me when I was bartending. I felt like a princess. I felt like a, I felt like a Himalayan salt princess, you know, and just like sprinkling, making cocktails. I got to make the entire drink menu. I had like a, a lavender lemon drop and made the, our own um, lavender simple syrup, like a blackberry old fashioned and aviation. I did all these like crazy cocktails, which were super fun. Um, and they wanted to pay me minimum wage and I barely got any tips. So they took advantage of me and we're doing a lot of things illegally. Uh, they, whether it was like letting minors into the bar area where I'm like, I'm the bar manager, so I'm going to get nabbed for this and lose my license. Um, and then later I found out that they were, they hired a bunch of undocumented, um, people to work in the kitchen and they paid them like five or six bucks an hour. Minimum wage out there right now is 15 an hour. So they were taking a full advantage of that, uh, which is awful. So they're still open. You know, shout out to them. Uh, it's called Pink Salt in Seattle for those of you. I love dropping names to try to ruin people. Um, that's just the vibe I've been feeling lately. Pink Salt in Seattle. Don't go there because they're awful people. We're awful to work for. So I was trying to manage this restaurant and I had this uh, trip planned I was also working at the shitty seafood restaurant I talked about last time. Um, and so it was just like this back and forth of being stressed because at work I was just constantly getting yelled at by guests and just like, you know, that whole thing. Talked about that last episode. And then I got this other place that I'm managing where I'm barely getting paid, but I want it to be awesome because it could be awesome. But my management was just fucking awful. Um, you know, like the owners, I mean. And so then me and Bud try to take this trip to the Redwood National Forest and I get out of work and we get in the car and I'm like, Bud, can you drive first? Like, I'm going to fall asleep. So I took a little, little cat nap at like seven o'clock at night because I was so exhausted. Um, we make it down to Oregon and we stop at a rest stop and I was like, oh, we can just sleep in my Subaru. Like, Scoob, like that'll be fun. You know, we can just like sleep in here and wake up and it'll be cool. And I had a little air mattress and it was actually dope. It was sweet. Um, we woke up in the morning and I was like, <clears throat> why does my throat hurt? Like, why does my throat feel like this? And progressively throughout the day, it got worse. And I, I drove like that morning, I started driving. <laughs> and we were, 
<laughs> driving through one part we like got off the the freeway for some reason i don't know if it was gas or because i i don't remember but all of a sudden i'm like i have to puke and she's like wow i was like i have to and i threw up in my hand not like a lot but like enough you know not like a ton but like enough to where i could say that i puked in my hand and i like throw up my hand and i look at bud and we're both like <laughs> Cause that's how I handle traumatic events like that. I'm like, this is so crazy. Like I can't even clean up cause we're on a road trip. <laughs> Isn't that quirky and fun? Um, as the day went on, my throat hurt progressively more and more and more. Um, and this is actually one of the reasons why I got my tonsils taken out back in November is because I found out that when I'd get really, really, when I'd have really bad anxiety or be going through a period of my life where I'm just very like stressed out and anxious, um, my body is just kind of like peace bitch and just shuts down. Um, it feels like strep throat. I always get tested for strep throat every time this happens where my tonsils just get huge and, um, I would never have strep. And then they test me for mono and all this other stuff and I never have it. And they'd end up just putting me on steroids just because like I couldn't, some, I can't eat. And sometimes it hurt so bad that I like couldn't even drink water. So they were like, you know what? Let's just take those puppies out. And since then, I have not gotten sick again, which is dope for me. <laughs> uh, knock on wood again. I mean, I got COVID, but that was like a different kind of sickness. I wonder if my throat would have hurt worse if I did have my tonsils. Food for thought. COVID for thought. So, uh, I ended up sleeping the rest of that day and we made it down to the Redwoods around like two or three in the afternoon. And, um, we set up our tent in this beautiful forest with trees that are, it was, I get really sad thinking about how I, the next things I'm going to tell you basically. Um, I couldn't even like get out to set up the campsite, like Budley had to set everything up and as soon as she set the tent up she came and got me in the front seat and I went straight into the tent and I slept for like four more hours so I'm just like and I'm not a big sleep like I mean I love sleep but I don't like I'm usually go 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 like I don't nap really I don't yeah I just I'm not I'm always on one so there's no reason to sleep you know so I take a nap and I wake up a few hours later and there's just like, I couldn't even talk. It hurt so bad. And I'm like still trying to crack jokes. And she's like, stop, like you're making me too sad. Um, but I did make her laugh. This is where a quote comes from that I actually say on stage now. Thanks to you, bud. Uh, at one point I was asleep in the car and she, when I woke up, she told me that I can still make her laugh in my sleep because she looked over at me and my mouth was open so wide that she didn't even know how like physically I, I was like able to do it. She said it looked like my jaw was completely unhinged, like a snake that's like feeding like a rat, like eating a rat, like uh, like that. And I'm just passed out. I'm not a cute sleeper. I wish that I was. I think that's why I have a hard time like sleeping with other people for the first time because I'm like, it's just not a pretty sight. It's just not. Uh, so, um, Bud looks at me and she's like, we got to go home. And I'm like, we just got here. And I'm fucking crying. And she's like, you are making me really sad. We have to go home. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So then little do I know fucking nature Joe next door, the campsite next door, he like knew something was up and he's like, Hey, are you guys like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I don't feel well. He starts pulling supplements out of his asshole, giving me like a garlic supplement, an apple cider vinegar supplement. He's telling me to buy all these things. He's like, go to the local market, get yourself, eat spoonfuls of garlic. And I'm like, I love garlic. That's great. 
Have you ever had a spoonful of minced garlic? Oh my, I literally ate it and I was like, my mouth is on fire. Like, holy, somebody give me some fucking milk. It was like spicy. I realize this makes me sound like a huge bitch. Um, not like a bitch, like, uh, like a little bitch, you know, like I, like I sound like a wuss. I guess I shouldn't say like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? I tried this spoonful of garlic and I thought it was spicy. I thought it was spicy. I'm realizing now like how white that makes me sound. I've been doing better with spicy things. Okay, you guys, I put a little bit of, um, Cholula on a taco the other night, By that I mean like a boop, like a like a drop but still it's better like I used to not even be able to handle pepper you know so we're coming a long way so I get like garlic I get apple cider vinegar I get all these things and I'm like trying to eat them and taste them and I slept still more for the drive I couldn't drive anymore but they had to drive the whole time we had to stay at a hotel um we may- went to California and back in like two two and a half days <laughs> fun trip uh, I was so sad. I, I don't, you guys don't know this about me, but like me and trees were like this. Like I was so excited to see the Redwood National Forest. I think I was a tree in my past life. I don't know. Shot in the dark. I don't know if I like, I really, like, I just think I was, you know? Um, so yeah, so it just, it was awful. So I'm really excited, bud, for you to come back and we're going to have a great trip and no one's going to get sick. Not me or you. Um, but yeah, so I'll be going out there in June. I'll be doing comedy. Um, I'm meeting up with a couple guys out there that I am friends with uh, that run a production company um, called Parlor Tricks, where they're running a bunch of different shows. Talked to them last time I was there, and they're like, yeah, we want you to, like, work with us. We want you to, you know, host stuff and um, help us put on shows and this and that. So that's something I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'll be putting on, hopefully, a monthly showcase at Kangaroo and Kiwi. So that'll be dope. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. But I will be doing comedy up until then here in Michigan. And I'm actually making it out to Chicago June 9th through the 13th. So I will be posting dates on there, um, all that good stuff. So go to Alex Stanton Comedy on Instagram and you can see me post about different shows that I'm doing. I really need to get just like a calendar so I can tell you guys them in case you want to come. But, you know, oh, well. Uh, let's see what else are we talking about today okay also in Seattle um, I went to the zoo there which was awesome and terrifying only because so I've only been to zoos like in Michigan or the Midwest in general like Indiana Ohio all that good stuff and the zoo in Seattle it feels like it was hard to explain to the people that I went with because I'm like listen the zoo here it's like where you're walking just out in the open, like on the paths to get to different exhibits is an exhibit in itself. Like there are giant trees and moss and it's wet and birds and like butterflies. And they had all these birds just running around rampant, not just like peacocks, like I'm used to, but like wood drafted willows and like, you know, peacumbered cukes. And I just made all those up. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it was, I kept thinking like we went into the Jaguar exhibit <laughs> And it was eerily quiet. And we're like looking through the glass. But in my head, I'm like, it looks the same out here as it does in there. Like, 
I we couldn't see the Jaguar. It was not a big exhibit. And I'm like looking over my shoulder like, where the fuck is it? It's got to be here somewhere. I was freaking out. I was like, it's got to be here somewhere. Um, it wasn't. There were no Jaguar sightings. We didn't get bit or um, clawed at or by any means. Um, but the one complaint that I do have about the Seattle Zoo and every single zoo is that, you know, no one, nowhere will ever beat the polar bear exhibit in the Detroit Zoo. That is my favorite place potentially on the planet. That and Case Hall at Michigan State University, the cafeteria there. Um, those are my two favorite places. And wow, they're both in Michigan. I think that says a lot. My two favorite places are there, you know, and we got other ones like shortly coming up after, but those are my top, those are my top two for sure. The polar bear exhibit is the coolest thing. I think that's one I want. Okay, listen up. If you're out there, and you're my future, you know, person, the person I'm going to get married to, if you're listening, I would like to be proposed to if I decided to not do it myself, because, you know, I'm quirky like that. I would like to get proposed to in the polar bear exhibit at the Detroit Zoo. Putting it out there, putting it out in the universe. Let me tell you about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me fucking tell you about this polar bear exhibit. This polar bear exhibit made this animal my favorite animal. Okay. That and because they're just like white bears, like it's crazy, like that's wild. So the polar bear exhibit in Detroit, you walk into this room and it's cold because polar bears like the, like the cold, you know, and you go underground and when you're outside, you can see the polar bears like bopping around, like standing on icebergs and shit and like chilling with the penguins. But then you go underground and it's a tunnel that's surrounded by glass and you can just see the polar bears swimming over you and come up to the thing. And every single time I go, I've gotten really lucky because the polar bears, it's, they don't always, they're not always swimming. Sometimes they're out fucking basking in the sun. How they make it through like Michigan summers? That's a good question. That's a real good question because I don't know how I make it through Michigan summers. So the polar bears at the Detroit Zoo, I don't know how they're doing it. They must have thin coats or th I don't know. Air condition, I don't know. So they swim in in the tunnel and they put like, say this, this desk right here, this is the tunnel. They'll put their hand and they'll walk on the tunnel. So like, I'm like a five-year-old in there, but I'm really like 22, but like a five-year-old. And I'm like putting my hand on the glass and there we're touching hands like mates for life, you know, like we're going to be friends for life. Favorite thing is the polar bear exhibit. I was watching a movie out in Seattle and I forget who I was with. It might've been you, bud. Um, I say that cause I know she's listening. might've been my bud. Uh, and there was, I saw that it was a random movie not taking place in Michigan, but I saw the tunnel and I was like, that's in the Detroit zoo. She was like, what? I was like, that's in the Detroit zoo. That's the polar bear exhibit in the Detroit zoo. And I looked it up. Sure enough, there it was. I know that place anywhere. I wish I dreamt about it more. I love that polar bear exhibit. Um, this is not in any way sponsored by the Detroit zoo, but always willing. Again, I'm going to get proposed there eventually. Um, so yeah, so we uh, went to the zoo. That was fun. Um, I went out to the rainforest uh, in Seattle or in uh, Washington. That's probably my third favorite place is the Ho Rainforest. Yeah, it's called the Ho. We got a Ho in the Ho. That's what I kept saying. I'm like, <laughs> uh, that was dope. Um, and went to the beach, camped um, near the water there at Kalalock Campground, which is one of my faves. Um, there wasn't bioluminescence, uh, which is what it's something I was really hoping for. 
bioluminescence is like when something happens with the water and the ocean and like organisms in the sand and it glows like the, the, the movie Moana when like all the water is glowing around her and she's swimming and it's like literally like glow sticks are cracked in the water that actually happens and I've seen it once and I thought I was tripping balls but then I remembered that I did not take any mushrooms or LSD so I was not in fact tripping balls I was tripping balls on nature I was tripping balls on nature. It was beautiful. So I was hoping to see that again. I didn't. But that's okay. It was still fun. Still danced to Dancing in the Moonlight at night. And it was a new moon, so it wasn't under the moon. But you get the drill. You know, you get it. Um, it was a beautiful experience. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty much, that sums it up for Seattle. Um, hosted trivia. That was a good time. I got a lot of people listening to the podcast. So if you're listening and I met you that time when I was there, thank you. I like to promote my shit. What can I say? Not my shit, but like my work, you know? Uh, let's see what else do I want to talk about. Oh my gosh, a year ago, I keep getting notifications on my phone. A year ago, right now, we were filming the first season of Barefoot and Pregnant, which is crazy that that was a year ago. And actually a year ago, a couple of days ago, my dad got his truck stuck um, in in the lake that we went fishing on. So... I'll show you some pictures of that. If you're watching the video, you'll see him around me. Uh, that we tried to get the boat in the lake and my dad ended up getting the back of his truck stuck. We had to get it towed out. It was a whole experience. And we still caught a limit that night. <laughs> Fish are bedding again. Uh, bluegills are bedding. So we've been out there. We went once. But my dad's a busy guy. But he said I can go fishing whenever I want out on the boat. So that's cool. And I was like, can you show me how to work the trailing motor? And he was like, you're going to just have to use oars. And I was like, Roger Dodger. I get it. I wouldn't trust me either. Um, we also recently built a chicken coop in the backyard and we've been planting our garden. Uh, I missed out on the planting for most of it because my parents did it without me. And then I expressed that it made me sad that they were doing it without me. So then they waited for me to do the potatoes and the tomatoes. But I was digging trenches in the garden for the taters. I was doing watering and stuff. Um, we had to actually, for the chicken coop, we had to carry all the chickens from the barn out to the makeshift chicken coop that me and my dad and my little brother made. So when I say that, like, my life really is barefoot and pregnant, it, it really, it is. <laughs> it's a hair away. It is a hair away. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um... I recently, this past weekend, had one of my best shows I've ever had. And it was at that Comedy on Ida um, in Seattle. It was in a garage. Um, I got video of it, which is dope. So now I have video that I can send out to people. Um, sorry, you guys aren't going to get to see it. You got to come to a show. You got to pay to see that shit. You can't just hear about it on the podcast because then why would I be doing stand-up, you know? Why would I be doing stand-up? Um, yeah, so I had one of the best shows, uh, I've had and a couple of funny things happened from that. <laughs> um, where, where do I start? Okay. So I'll start with this. Uh, after the show, a photo was posted of all of us comedians, um, that were on the show. And this guy, I get a text from my friend Kate, who is also on the show. And, um, it's a comment that this guy had made on Facebook that neither of us knew. Okay. So here's the photo. Um, he comments and says, who's she? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm very interested in working with you, talking about the guy who hosted the show, Dave, another guy that he knows, the crazy bitch in the laugh fest hat, <laughs> Kate, and the pretty chick with the mom jeans. And then he screenshots 
the photo of me and comments it so they knew who he was talking about. And at first I was like, oh, he was like at the show and he just didn't remember what my name was. Like, you know, like maybe And I went to his page. I'm like, oh, he's a comedian. Like he could potentially book me for stuff. Like, I'm not going to say anything, whatever. And then I find out that he wasn't at the show. He was just commenting that. So he only wanted to work with me and the crazy bitch in the Laugh Fest hat. Because why? Because of what we looked like? How do you not know that all the other people there were more funny? How do you not know what? Then I was like, what the fuck, dude? All that got deleted. Um, Because that's weird. And I'd why would... That's weird. And also, like, I want to be the funny chick with the mom jeans. I don't want to be the, like, that's nice that he thinks I'm cute, I guess. But he wasn't at the show. That wouldn't be weird if he was at the show and he was like, oh, who, they were funny. Like, put me in contact with them. He was just commenting on a picture. No, thank you. Okay. That's weird. So then me and Kate, and also I wanted to be the crazy bitch in the left. Like that, that's, I wish that that was said about me. So me and Kate start going back and forth and we're just like roasting the shit out of this guy. We bring up photos of him. Um, we start going through his Facebook, sending photos to each other. Let me read off some of our things. He has a shirt on that says taco vibes and she sent it to me and she said, someone come get their uncle. And I said, laugh my ass off taco vibes. If I ever buy a shirt with the word vibes on it, an alien took over my body. Just now I'm not okay. Um, she sent another picture and said, Mr. Worldwide looking ass. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Um, so that was annoying because it's just like, dude, don't. That's like, I, it's nice that I don't know. I'm now that I'm doing comedy again, this is all like, it's all just new things I'm having to experience and deal with. Just like I've heard a lot of like famous female comedians talk about. And it's like, I know I'm fun, like I crushed that night. I want to be the funny girl. I don't want to be the pretty girl that tries to do comedy because that's not it. Because I know, like, I know that I can make people laugh. And I know that some of you have never seen me perform on stage before, so I may sound like a conceited asshole. But, like, I'm, I'm going to make it because, because I'm funny and I hustle and I work my ass off. Not because I'm cute. Not because I'm the pretty girl in the mom jeans. All right? So, oh, mm, oh, that's all I have to say about that. So what else happened that night? Um, my old youth pastor from high school came to my show. (laughs) And obviously if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm not a clean comic. (laughs) Okay. Open up last episode talking about like masturbating. Like I'm, that's not, that's where I'm at. Okay. So he came to the show and I was heart beating fast terrified because I'm like oh my gosh do you I don't think that you understand what you're getting yourself into here my guy um and I talked about that in the beginning I was like I'm feeling funky because my youth pastor's here <laughs> like cover your ears when I say um but no he loved it he's amazing I miss him so much he's great um super awesome guy and after the show he was like dude what are you doing doing comedy in a garage and I'm like listen first of all this is a dope show I'm happy to do it also this is the only type of stuff I can do here on a weekend. I'm either shoved into the corner of a bar or I'm doing it in a garage. Okay. No clubs are really open in Michigan right now. Um, that's just what I'm working with. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do my time. I'm going to do as many sets as I can for as much time as I can and just practice stuff. So he, uh, he's like, you know, I, I know people and I was like, okay. And he's like, like, 
you need to start sending your video out. Like, do you want to get an agent? Like, what's your plan? Like talk and shop with me. And I'm like, dude, this is like, I'm still on my high from my set. Like, this is cool that we're talking about this, you know, like I'm excited. Um, but also I'm like, I'm ready to like smoke some weed or maybe drink a little bit like something. <laughs> so he's talking to me about it. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm meeting with, uh, Dane Cook on, uh, on Wednesday. And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like he's meeting with Dane Cook this week. He's like, yeah, you should send me some videos. Like, he know, you know, he knows people. You can, I want, let me, let me text him right now. Shoots him a text. I look at his phone. It says fucking Dane at the top. He's like, oh, you know, I love comedy. Like, let me see those videos. I was like, holy shit. Like, this could be it. This could be, this could be it. This could be my big break. So we're texting afterwards <laughs> after the show and everything. <laughs> and I tell my dad, I'm like, this guy knows Dane Cook and he was like you know who Dane Cook is right I'm like of course I fucking know who Dane Cook is everybody knows who Dane Cook is what yes he was like yeah he's meeting with him he's like how the fuck does he know him I'm like I don't know I don't ask questions I just he says Dane Cook and I'm like yeah fucking take my soul (laughs) like have it do what you want with it so we're talking about the video and the format and all this stuff (laughs) and I, (laughs) I so I'm getting my video around to send to him to my old pastor to pass it on to Dane and he kept saying like Dane you know and he was talking about him he didn't say his last name so then Dane apparently wanted my phone number to talk to me about it and I was like oh my god Dane Cook wants my phone number Dane Cook has a Lansing area code so he gave me his email it's Dane Cook with an E <laughs> not the same Dane <laughs> Who did I think I was? What did I? <laughs> I really thought I thought I was going to get in contact with Dane Cook from a garage show. Who do I think I am? Dane Cook with an E. I still sent it off because like, what's the worst that can happen? I have all my stuff copyrighted. So if they do try to post it anywhere, you gonna get sued. But like, I really, I genuinely thought, and he played it off like it was. Like, he played it off. Like he's like, I fucking know Dane Cook. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know Dane Cook? Um, Dane Cook with an E. Seems like a nice guy, though, still. Sorry if you're watching this or listening to this, Dane Cook with an E. Um, nothing against you. He, I, it was just marketed differently towards me, I guess. So yeah, last night, I'm like reading everything out to my dad. My dad's like, this isn't Dane Cook. I was like, I know. And we had a good laugh about it. Yeah, who did I think I was? Like, I was really going to get in contact with a famous comedian from a garage show through a youth pastor. No, it's not. No. But it's fine. It's whatever. Um, We, you know, it's fine. So I sent that all off today. So it'd be dope if something does happen from that. (laughs) Even though it's not the famous comedian. But I'm sure he gets that a lot. And how did, how did the pastor not know that, like, this is what I would think? Dropping a name like Dane Cook. Who do I think it's going to be? Dane fucking Cook. <sighs> so, yeah, that's what's been uh, going on with me. Um, I did a storytelling contest at Make It Spicy at Mulligan's, told a new story, and it went really well. And I'm feeling just, like, so much more comfortable on stage with, like, using my body and using my mouth and, like, facial expressions to get a laugh rather than just what I'm saying coming out of my stupid-ass mouth. Um, no, I love my stupid-ass mouth. It's got, look at my freckles coming in. I got a freckle on my bottom lip. I've had it since I was younger. Hoping it's not going to turn into skin cancer at some point. Knock on wood. We're knocking on wood a lot in this episode. 
I'm wondering like, okay, odds are one of these things is going to happen that I've knocked on wood about. And I hope it's none of them because they're all kind of serious. And that's comedy, baby. Um, all right, let's move into the news segment. Um, first one up, we have a completely naked woman arrested for masturbating on the floor of an open SUV in Minnesota. Let that one sit. The reason why it got my attention, there are a couple things. Um, I mean, obviously a naked woman arrested masturbating out in the open. Um, and then it said that she thought she was in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is where I was with my grandma in March. Um, so I immediately was like, click, 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 clicked on that. Uh, it said authorities found her digitally penetrating. What does that mean? Digitally penetrating. What was she penetrating with that was digital? I don't know. Um, she was completely naked on the floor of a pickup truck. So I'm confused because it's an open SUV, but I guess, is that a pickup truck? Why not just say fucking pickup truck in that title? Whatever. Um, a call was made to the police saying that a naked female was walking around jumping in and out of vehicles at a retail business that sells motor vehicles. So she's just making herself at home, popping in and out of different cars. Uh, officers spotted a Chevrolet Silverado with its rear driver's side door open with just feet sticking out of it. <laughs> Uh, just the feet. <laughs> it said that she was on her back with her feet up in the air. So they must have been in the bed of the truck because like, so they just saw her legs. Um, back with her feet in the air. I get it. I like that position too. You know, no shame, no judgment. I, I do the same shit. Uh, but yeah, she thought she was in a car in St. Petersburg, Florida. And when the cops asked her what brought her to the area, she said to please the boys. I need to start saying that to please the boys like that though obviously it's as a joke because like i don't do shit to please men but like why here to please the boys <sighs> turns out she was on meth so it had to be something you know it had to be something uh meth was the was the drug of choice from her they found like a spoon and, you know, some meth and it was just, yeah. So kind of took a downward spiral at the end there. Sorry about that. It was all hot and, you know, loose and light. And, and then I brought up meth. Uh, so second news segmente. Um, also, I feel like I can say this now because it's been enough time. Um, and I keep talking about it, but this is another, maybe I've got marriage on the mind. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not seeing anybody, but maybe I've got marriage on the mind. Uh, I didn't want to bring this up before in case there was a chance that this person did listen to my podcast. Um, but it was the person that I had met in Florida that I'd hooked up with. And there are some things, you know, I think that the whole point of dating in your twenties, probably thirties too, cause I'm probably going to be single for a while is to figure out what you like and what you don't like in a partner. Like, what do you want? with someone forever like what are those things and a lot of people are like oh make lists you know do this and that and it's like I don't necessarily want to make a list I'm just keeping like mental notes although I should make a list because it'd probably help me see red flags faster it definitely would um so one of the things that was on my or no this is not one of the things that was on my list but now it is on my list if I were to have one we go to his place okay 
and we walk in and he's showing me around his apartment and he's like, oh, you know, this, this, this is my, this is my living area. This is my bed. This is my closet. This is where I keep my clothes, like being all witty and funny and quirky. And I'm like, hee hee. And we get into the kitchen and he goes, this is where I eat breakfast. And he points to the small table next to the fridge. And he goes, that's my coffee table. And that's, and I look at this coffee table and it's a coffee table <laughs> with a coffee pot and coffee and two cups on it. <laughs> It's a coffee table. <laughs> it's a coffee table. He had a coffee table with coffee on it. And I was like, that's what I want in my future person. I want a coffee table. Maybe not like, you know, you know what I'm saying though? Like I love stupid humor like that. And it, just the way that he had said it and gone about it. He's like, this is this, this is this, this is my coffee table. This is the fridge. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is your coffee table? At that moment, I knew I was like, we're going to fuck. It's going to happen. We're going to bang. And we did. And I still think about your coffee table. If you're listening, I still think about that coffee table. So yeah, that's something that I realized that like I want and, you know, a future person is I want them to have like a coffee table. And when I have my own place, I'm going to have a coffee table and it's going to have coffee on it. And, you know, that's it. That's all I have to say about St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay, so moving on. Uh, monkeys steal coronavirus blood samples after attacking a lab assistant. What? So I read that and I was like, yo, isn't that like, aren't, aren't there like conspiracy theories about like how that's how coronavirus got started is like from a lab something accidentally got out. I mean, I don't know. No one, no one, does anybody really know the truth? Actually, maybe somebody does, but does any, like, it's all hearsay, you know, but this is not hearsay. So there was a gang, <laughs> there was a gang, a gaggle, if you will, of monkeys um, that attacked a laboratory worker and ran off with COVID blood samples. Uh, the animals targeted the technician in Mirut in Uttar Pradesh. I think it's in Africa or India, but I'm not positive, um, state. Again, this is a great time to say that everything on this podcast is not factual. This is a comedy podcast. I'm here to make you laugh, hopefully. Um, so authorities don't know if they spilled the samples, uh, the monkeys just fucking spreading COVID everywhere, um, but people living in nearby um, towns feared that the virus could be spread uh, to them in nearby areas. Uh, the virus is to believe is believed to have jumped from animals to people in a wildlife market in Wuhan. We've all heard about that with the bats, but maybe it was monkeys. Uh, apparently, the monkeys in that area have been getting increasingly um, or have been increasingly straying into human settlements in India and have been causing disturbances and attacking people, which is terrifying. Um, because like if anybody were to take over, it'd be monkeys. We've all seen Planet of the Apes. Actually, I haven't. But we get the, we know what it was about, right? Like we get the gist of it. I, I don't know if anything that I'm saying is true because I don't, right? Isn't it like monkeys take over? Isn't that what, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is something I do want to look up. All right. Planet of the Apes. I'm a dumb fuck. Um, yes. Futuristic planet where apes rule and humans are slaves. Yes. Okay. We've all seen Planet of the Apes. Um, some know it better than others. I, I clearly know it well. Uh, so yeah, what if that like actually happens or what if monkeys are the ones that spread COVID and there's like videos on Twitter of these monkeys, like in a tree, like just whipping what the white plastic gloves, like fucking 
taken it off because they attacked this person, this technician, and stole all the blood samples. And in the article, they were like, we had to re-get the blood samples from the COVID patients. That's the, like, that's, nobody gives a shit. I mean, we give a shit, but like no one, you know, no one cares that you went, went back and had to get more blood samples. It's like, no, what happened with the monkeys? What happened to the sample? Like what happened to the already taken samples? Because I doubt the monkeys came back for more or maybe they did. Maybe there's some stuff that they're not telling us. Maybe there's some stuff they're not telling us. <sighs> Who's to say? Um, all right, moving on. Last one, you guys. North Korea bans skinny jeans and mullets in a fight against capitalism. That's right. If you're sitting there thinking, oh, fuck, I have a mullet. Not in North Korea, you don't. Mm-mm. Not there, you don't. It says that an invasion of capitalistic culture could cause the country to fall like a damp wall. That was what they're saying. That's why they don't want people to have skinny jeans or mullets is because they think that it will, um, you know, it will make, make it into a damp wall. I don't know. It, I don't get it. It says that youth need to guard against exotic and decadent lifestyles of capitalism. What is, what is getting a mullet going to do to anybody? Also, um... If you're listening, North Korea, I'm in full support of whatever you want to do. And I think you guys are doing great. This is a comedy podcast. It's not factual. I'm not scared. You are. No, just kidding. We know you're not scared. Um, so the North Korean government banned all but 15 non-socialist haircuts and have consulted a list of proper hairstyles. So mullets are not permitted. Spiky hair, which I don't even. What? Spiky hair and um, dyed hair are not permitted. You can't have any of those. I don't know if you get like arrested. I don't know if you get stoned, shanked, whipped. Probably just arrested, but I don't know. Uh, you also are not allowed to have skinny jeans, nose and lip piercings, as well as branded t-shirts. So I'm screwed because I've got nose ring. Um, I do not wear skinny jeans anymore, but I did ha not have a mullet either. But I do dye my hair, so... That's enough to get me thrown in the old clinker, huh? Huh? Oh, so this is a moment where, yeah, I'm pretty thankful um, to live here in the village. So. But yeah, hope you guys have a dope-ass week. Let me see what things I have coming up for you guys because I do have some stuff in my calendar. Um, on Tuesday, January 8th, I will be at the Garage Bar in Grand Rapids, and I will also be at Tip Top. Um, you can go ahead and they're both free shows. Um, they're open mic, so I'm going to be testing out some new material per usual. Uh, coming out to that the night through the 13th, I will be in Chicago. Um, so don't come out for that. Um, and then I'll have some more stuff in the books after that. And then I'll be heading out to <laughs> almost had a hiccup burp again. Um, then I'll be heading out to Seattle for the summer. So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Next week, we will have a very special guest, my good friend, Kate Carmody, um, who is a Grand Rapids comic, uh, who's now one of my honestly one of my best friends right now she's great um we get along really well and we just you know women empowering other women pushing each other uh we're both storytelling comics and we're both big storytellers so next week's episode should be a lot of fun i might have to make it into a two-parter uh just because i know when we get to talking we get to fucking talking um but thanks so much for joining us uh you can still get your merchandise from alexstantcomedy.com um and you can get your hats you can get your t-shirts sweatshirts all that good stuff 
a couple more people have been buying some stuff, which is awesome and love it. And thank you. Uh, but stay classy, stay sassy, and stay safe from Rowney. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The BUD podcast is a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast, it's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 buttercups, buttercast, buttercast, buttly, buttly. The BUD podcast, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. A BUD podcast. What a wild ride it was to be here with me in my basement. Just me talking again in my sleep.